0: fireflies unite with kia your weekly podcast from the perspective of individuals thriving with the mental illness we are normalizing the conversation about mental health within communities of color to foster mental wellness and empowerment Welcome to another episode of the Fireflies Unite podcast with me, Kia, where our mission is to bring light into darkness, just like the fireflies, by simply sharing the stories of people of color who live and thrive with mental health conditions and to normalize the mental health conversation. Happy Monday. It is also May, so happy May, and May is also Mental Health Awareness Month, and I'm excited because we are actually going to be talking about a diagnosis that gets a relatively bad stigma compared to the, diagnosis that, the diagnoses that are very, I would say popular or more well-known such as depression and anxiety. Those are the ones people talk about. Uh, they usually go hand in hand for some people and we're more comfortable with talking about that But since May is Mental Health Awareness Month, I wanted to shed light on bipolar disorder since that is a fairly new diagnosis for me to talk about how it shows up for me, um, how it may show up for other people. On today's episode, we actually will be talking about, I will be reflecting on my new diagnosis of bipolar disorder. And... Talk about what it's like to blame myself for not catching or noticing my diagnosis. So, some days are great. I'm slightly upbeat. I'm getting things done. I can't sleep, and I end up working in the middle of the night. Throughout the day, I function as if I had eight hours of sleep. My mind is racing. I lack focus, and I'm often jumping from one thing to the next. But since I'm ambitious and passionate, And that's what most people would say about me. And I also agree. I never took some of those moments as being in a hypomanic state. Now, despite the knowledge I gained in mental health first aid, CCAR, and wellness recovery action plan sessions, YouTube videos, articles, learning from the experiences of others, I missed it. And I was very disappointed in myself. I didn't count my, ex- my experiences of extreme irritability to an increase in mood, to the rapid mood switch of depression and suicidal thoughts as an issue. I didn't realize that my depression medication even stopped working. It wasn't until around February, I think, where my latest episode with depression and my desire to carry out my plan that I became frustrated and I asked my therapist about a higher level of treatment. I remember my mother would mention how I talked really fast. I was short tempered and I didn't know why, but it felt like I was on an emotional roller coaster. Because I was unable to control my mood and I wanted to get off the roller coaster, but I did not know how. I've been in therapy for nearly five years, so. I'm like, why didn't I mention my behaviors or my rapid mood swings to my therapist when I noticed it last year? Or how did my therapist miss it? You know, maybe a part of me refused to acknowledge it since it didn't look like others. You know, when other other people, I think about extreme behaviors for bipolar disorder, such as excessive spending and going into debt, or being hypersexual. Um, and having unprotected sex, but bipolar disorder never crossed my mind because I was thinking about the extreme cases. While there's definitely a part of me that feels relieved, another part is angry. But you know what? That's okay. It's, it was easier for me to accept a diagnosis of major depressive disorder, but I can't quite wrap my head around a bipolar diagnosis However, I know that with the new information, I believe that it will help to slow down the roller coaster so that I can learn how bipolar disorder shows up for me and eventually I can stop blaming myself. For those of you, let me just give a, a definition for bipolar disorder just so that we can have a, so we can actually know what it is. So bipolar disorder is associated with Episodes of mood swings ranging from depressive lows to manic highs. Now, the exact cause of bipolar disorder isn't known, but a combination of genetics, environment, and altered brain structure and chemistry may play a role. Manic episodes may include symptoms such as having high energy and a reduced need for sleep and a loss of touch with reality. Depressive. Episodes may include symptoms such as low energy, low motivation, and a loss of interest in daily activities. Mood episodes last days to months at a time and may be associated with suicidal thoughts. And treatment usually is lifelong and often involves a combination of medications and psychotherapy. It does require a medical diagnosis and it is considered chronic because it can last for years or be lifelong for some people. Bipolar disorder it isn't a rare diagnosis and a 2005 study actually found that 2.6 of people in the United States or more than 5 million people in the United States live with some form of bipolar disorder. Symptoms tend to appear in a person's late teens or early adult years, but they can occur in children as well. Women are actually more likely to receive a bipolar diagnosis than men, though this reason actually remains unclear. So we're not really sure why that is. Bipolar disorder can really be hard to diagnose. And like I mentioned, for the month of May, we are going to be talking about bipolar disorder to bring light to it, to really destigmatize this mental health condition. So for the next three episodes, we'll be getting into the differences between mania and hypomania with bipolar is disorder is, what it isn't, and really hearing from people who live with this condition because I want to make sure that people understand what it is and, you know, really know that just because someone is moody doesn't necessarily mean that they have bipolar disorder because it's so much more than just a person mood changing. For this week's therapist shout out, I want to shout out Heather Kane. She is actually located in Washington, DC. And she specializes um, in anxiety, spirituality and depression, also help dealing with anger management, behavior issues, career counseling, school issues, self-esteem, self-harm, life coaching, life transition, parenting, peer relationships, relationship issues. So if you're struggling with any of those, I'll be sure to leave her Psychology Today profile in the show notes so that you can refer back to it. Again, her name is Heather Kane and she is based in Washington, D.C. For this week's self-care and wellness segment, I really wanted to encourage us to do one thing to get us through this covid 19 pandemic to be completely honest my depression has been at an all-time high and I have been struggling with getting this podcast episode out but I know there are some of you who are still rocking and rolling with me and I'm really appreciative that you're still finding parts of your day to listen to this podcast so I really want to thank you if it's okay if your depression is a little high right now, if your anxiety is a little high right now, because we are going through a very difficult time. And for me, I have to learn to give myself some grace and compassion because first I was transitioning to understanding what this new diagnosis is to trying a new medication. The medication actually sped up my appetite. So I was eating more and then I, then the pandemic and then I was in the house more Eating and I gained 10 pounds and I was like freaking out. Um And I have to tell myself, like, it's OK. Like, you're still getting adjusted. You're trying to find some normalcy and all that is happening. And so I want to encourage you to know that it's OK if things are a little wonky for you. Like, it's OK if you're struggling. And that's something I have to keep telling myself because it's frustrating when I feel like I can't even get my head above water with this depression just because I'm locked in the house for most days, staying in my room, my bedroom, not really leaving. I am taking care of my hygiene, which is a good thing because sometimes when my depression gets really bad, I'm not usually taking care of my hygiene, but I have been able to keep up with that. Um, But it has certainly been challenging. And so for me, I'm setting the goal of walking three miles per day. So that way I can have some form of physical activity in my day and get outside the house because I've been getting used to being in the house so much. So I'm not sure what that is for you, but I would like to encourage you to incorporate something that will help bring some balance or some harmony to your life during this time. And that can be anything. And for me, the reason why I chose walking three miles a day so I can get some form of physical activity and not just be in the house all day. Get some fresh air and also help with getting these 10 pounds off that I've gained so again pick what whatever it is that you think is best for you that something that can provide some harmony and some balance into your life and that wraps up this week's episode of the Fireflies Unite podcast I want to thank you so much for listening and happy mental health awareness month you all have a blessed week and I'll talk to you next week I hope that you obtain tools and resources from the Fireflies Unite podcast to help you manage your mental health, but please do not use it as a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist or psychiatrist. Let's continue the conversation by following me on Fireflies Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.